It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show. Thank you for joining us this week. I hope you're having a fantastic Sunday. Your family is happy and healthy, most importantly. I know we're all dealing with a global pandemic out there and sort of brings me to what I want to talk about today. You know, as we're all sort of navigating this pandemic life, a lot of us, I think, are getting to the point where we're just tired. We are physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself over here. But, um, you know, I think I think a lot of us are tired. I do believe that that we're kind of getting to this uh, I, maybe you could even call it quarantine fatigue, and that that doesn't mean we should loosen any restrictions or or move down at all. But we're kind of just feeling the struggle of this pandemic, and so I want to talk about this in the context of motherhood because I do think that a lot of moms were struggling before the pandemic. I don't think there were a lot of I don't think there is a lot of support out there for moms even before a global pandemic, and so now we're all at home with kids trying to do school. Maybe our partners are home and they're trying to work from home and they're also getting thrown into some of the schoolwork too. So all of this to just say, it's okay if staying home is sucking the life out of you. That's kind of what the theme of of this segment is. Um, and so I want to bring in my guest, Gaina Lynn Condi. She's an author and public speaker. Gaina Lynn, do you feel like life is being sucked out of you? <laughs> well, I, I've missed you, Lindsay. I feel like we haven't had a chance to hang out on the mom show for a while, and I'm happy to be back. And it feels like the whole world changed since the last time I was on the show. And so I think there's an interesting perspective too, because I think you're in Salt Lake County, right? And I'm in Utah County. So I think from that perspective, perspective we've we've probably navigated the last six months differently just from where we live on a county by county basis in our state that's what's happening I know my family in Texas will be listening to this on pad podcast because they listen to all my stuff so if you're not in Utah listening to this and I think also that you have younger children and I have older children and that's changed the dynamics I have a college son and who who doesn't live at home and I work from home And I used to do both. I used to work from home and then go to speaking events and I host three shows and two of them are taped in different studios. And so we were saying right before we started broadcasting that, you know, I felt like I had a very good yin and yang balance in my life. Like I would get in the car and drive to a speaking event or I'd fly to a speaking event and I'd have a night or two gone. And then I'd come home to my a little bit older family and I'd reconnect and they'd go to school and work during the day and I'd work from my office and I'd go do TV and radio and all those things that I do. And then everyone would come home and it was a very balanced experience. I socially would connect with people because when I speak, it's very out there. And when I write, it's very personal. And all that changed because then I was speaking from my desk where I'm sitting right now on Zoom with you. And that energy is very different than me standing on a stage holding a mic 
and I have an audience that's alive and they're giving me emotional, energetic, spiritual feedback because they're laughing at a joke or they're crying with me or they're connecting. And then they're standing up after to tell me, thank you. I appreciate you so much for coming. So even if you don't have my career, I think a lot of working moms can relate to the fact that if you transferred to working from home, there was not that decompression time or that juxtapose in my life. And I noticed right away that that threw me, you know, and there's been some depression and anxiety. I, I jokingly say that the minute the pandemic showed up about a week later, all my issues I went to therapy about came right back to the front door, rang the doorbell and said, hey, we heard you're having a pandemic. We thought we'd all come back because we heard that your family's all at home eating all the cereal and the chips, leaving all their dishes everywhere, and you're about ready to poke your eyeballs out. We thought we'd come back and hang out with all y'all. That's what it felt like. And I don't care what stage of life, if your kids are young or old, or if you're an empty nester. My parents are in Texas. My stepfather has cancer, and they really struggled because they're... They're used to the social connection. They're now currently seeing grandkids, but the first couple weeks, I think at least the first six weeks, they didn't. They stopped being able to go to church. So their social layer changed. And so whether you're talking work-life balance or just socialization, it's taken a toll across every demographic. Yes, I completely agree with that. And I think from a motherhood perspective, you know, just already feeling like you were doing so much, right? Trying to like manage kids and manage schedules. And then you add staying home and, and I know we've been doing this for six months, but I still don't feel like I'm in a routine very much. And I think that's part of it too, is the, the lack of routine or the lack of, um, just, just the, the chaos of the routine, even if the routine has been established, it kind of feels like a chaotic routine and keeping that pace up for so many months has been really hard. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that we should change anything that I do think we need to stay safe and stay distant, but, uh, I can still feel that way and be struggling with all of this at the same time. Well, and I think it's, I made a post, I made my own meme because I think the memes have sustained me emotionally through this whole thing. And um, one of the memes I made was that this experience last few months has felt like Christmas break meets summer break meets the zombie apocalypse meets groundhog day. So I think that goes to exactly what you just said. You know, there's, there was a relief at first, like, Oh, okay. My daughter gets to sleep in. She doesn't have to go now where we're at. She's back in person in school and they, she's at one of the largest high schools in Utah. And so far they're doing pretty well with masks and their, their precautions. But you know, that whole last semester through summer, it was like, okay, there's a relief on the intensity of the schedule. But then without the bumper pads, you're like, I don't know, there's no transition. There's no hard stops and starts. And that, you know, is fun for Christmas break and summer break for a while. But then we all go back to school or we go back to our routine or we go off vacation. And that's not what this is. And the other thing I would say is, you know, I homeschooled my my 22-year-old for one year, but it wasn't even homeschooling we were doing 
or that you're doing now. It's a hybrid of, you know, when I homeschooled my son, he took a horseback riding lesson. We went to the climbing wall. We, you know, he was on a basketball team. None of those like outdoor socializing, connecting things were happening those first few weeks. And so parents that were trying to juggle working at home and school and depending the age of your kid, like we were saying right before, I have a 16 year old at home who I can reason with, who I can, you know, we can problem solve when she wanted to question. Like I remember the first few weeks I was consuming, no offense to KSL, way too much news. I mean, I had never been watching that much news in my life and it was taking a mental health toll on me. And then my daughter's rapid fired asking me questions. And remember, especially the first six weeks, I was like, I don't know. I've never gone through a pandemic, sweetie. I don't have an answer for you. Well, my own speaking schedule, like went to a ghost town at first. Now it's all virtual, but the first few weeks it was all cancellation, cancellation 24 seven. And then my son started working from home during the day. And I'm like, wait, you're a boomerang kid now. I told you to leave. You know, now you're back eating all my food and working every day. So wherever you felt the triggers, I just think, I think this whole topic is about self-compassion, you know, but I think we're hitting a point now. And I said it in March, if we're still doing this in the fall, which we are at some form or another, um, that's when we're really going to see the effects because there's, there's not that, Oh, isn't this fun for a while? We can wake up when we want. Now we're sick of it. Right. Or we're, we're now running out of ideas on how to pivot and come up with a plan B for a staycation. We've run out of all the places we want to do DoorDash for, right? So I think it's okay if what you felt like you could do has now changed and that you're probably sick of even talking about it, but we still need to keep talking about it because we're being pushed. Yeah. And really the point just of this segment in the first uh, few minutes of this episode is just to validate for you that it's okay. If you're, if you're struggling with all of this, it's okay. We all are. And I don't want to sit here and pretend my situation is harder than another, but we're all dealing with our own like just craziness that is this pandemic. So I feel you. I hear you. <laughs> I see you. Uh, we're talking with Gaynalyn Condi. She's an author and public speaker. We'll talk a little bit about, we'll bring you into our worlds a little bit of our daily schedules of school when we come back on The Mom Show. You joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Joining me today, Gaynalyn Condi. She is an author and public speaker. And Gaynalyn, we are talking just about uh, the fact that it's okay that this pandemic is sucking the life out of you or that staying home <laughs> is sucking the life out of you, for lack of a better term. Uh, because we are all in this situation right now and we're all kind of just struggling through our new, I don't know if the new normal is what you want to call it, but just our new routines and trying to exist and function and survive amid this pandemic. And, you know, with no end in the foreseeable future, you know, we have to exist. We have to figure out how to function. So um, in an effort to help validate for you that it's okay if you're feeling um, swamped and depleted, 
I wanted to share a little bit about just what daily school looks like for me because we're about two weeks into our complete remote learning. I'm in Salt Lake City School District, so we are um, 100% remote online, which I'm not even sad about, frankly, because I think just knowing me personally, I will have a hard time with my kid gathering with a bunch of other kids. That would be hard for my anxiety. That's not to say that's the right choice for everybody in, in every county, but um, I know as a lot of people are sort of doing the hybrid schedule, people are loving having their kids back in school. And some, like seriously, every school district has different rules and different plans and different schedules. So this is just going to be what I'm doing. But we... Her school starts at 8.30 every morning. We get on a Zoom link. It's like a 15-minute. And keep in mind, she's in kindergarten. So we are literally dealing with kindergarten level here. But it's her first introduction into school. Like, this is how school is for her. She knows no different right now. And that's probably a good thing, too, right? Because she doesn't know that feeling of going to school and then ripping her out of school besides preschool. So I guess I can look at it from that perspective, too. But um we get on the Zoom meeting, and then after the Zoom meeting, it's a couple of hours of videos and worksheets and, you know, classes, class, quote-unquote classes is what I'm doing behind the scenes here. Um, but where it's really challenging for me is with a kindergartner, it's, it's not like I can just put her online for three hours and get something else done. Like, I don't get that element of her being at school. Like, I have to physically help her through all of this. And that is where I feel like it's adding so much on on parents and because I'm speaking to moms, moms, right, who are um, trying to help their kids through school. And so we do that for a couple of hours and there's another class time at like 1045 where she gets on. And sometimes if that class is long enough, I can jump in the shower. But I also have the almost two-year-old who's screaming at me through this entire thing and I'm trying to keep him entertained and occupied while she's working. And I can just tell you from one experience where we were online, on Zoom, Mike was on and I tried to help her get the mic off and she's like, mom, I can do it. And the entire class, Gainalyn, stopped. The entire class stopped and waited for us to be done yelling at each other. And I just broadcast this this parenting style to my entire school's class. Well, it makes me think my, my sweet sister lives in California in the San Diego County area. And she has posted, I think, already two Zoom mess up parenting moments. One was her having a complete, utter, like, technology wasn't working. She has a husband in the military. She has a a new baby under a year old, three other kids, two different schools, Spectrum son. Like, it is, she's like all the young moms doing this are my heroes right now. And, and she's like, okay, so yeah, basically my son's class just heard me have a complete anxiety attack. No joke over zoom. And then last week, I think she posted that it was someone else in the class and the mom didn't know the mic was on and they were getting their nails done. And so she was like, literally at, she's like, so we heard her whole nail appointment for the whole class. And I'm just thinking in one level, (laughs) I've said this a lot just in the mental health work I've done in the last few years is that there's something that Brene Brown calls um, 
I think it's a common humanity. So we're having a common humanity experience, like from a broadcaster's perspective, like all the shows that I'm hosting right now, I'm thinking, yeah, it's fine. Everyone knows that we're like, you're seeing my same office and sometimes the lighting's off depending on the overcast and my ring light, if it's working. Oh, here's the other thing today we had, or this week we had to share something like the kids just had to share something that they wanted to share. And Lucy wanted to share her room. And oh. so her room is a disaster. <laughs> it's so messy. And we take this other family in the computer into zoom and be like, look at our room. Here it is. So, yeah, like, I don't know from a sociological standpoint what the study will show. Like, can we feel the common humanity? Because there's so much divisiveness happening that I think just laughing about these things. Because in the moment when you're the young mom and you're fighting with your kindergartner and the whole class hears it, you're not thinking, oh, isn't this a fun commentary on our life? No, you're like, this is another evidence that I'm messing everything up. And so I think reframing from the beginning that we're having a common experience that nobody is. Listen, anyone telling me they're rocking life right now? They're big liars. They're big liars. Gaynalyn Gandhi is an author and a public speaker. Uh, We'll take a break more with Gaynalyn when we come back on The Mom Show.